I still text her like every later. You recorded now. I mean, I'll record it now. So Zach, yeah, Zach and I had this deal. This was a mailer deal back in what six months ago. Yeah, six months ago. Six months ago, and this lady in Centerton, really sharp neighborhood of starter homes, probably like what two seventy five to three hundred. Yeah, somewhere there. Yeah. So, and this lady was struggling, and she uh, she was about to be foreclosed on by the bank. She had couldn't afford the payments, whatever. She's backed up. And we we lowballed her so low. We would have made a huge amount of money. I think we and we offer like one forty or and, something. Yeah, and Zach <laughs> Zach couldn't make it make it to the appointment. So I went over there and my dad and I went over there. Yeah. And we sat down in her living room and visited with her and we were just you know, we, we just kinda got to know her a little bit and her situation. Um and so she was telling us all about it and she was like, I've had a bunch of people come in here and like say they give me this or that and and like cuss me out because I don't say yes or whatever and I just appreciate a person you know on on the end of this and so you know I'd, li- I'd like to sell to you or whatever if, if I if I do well you know we we should have as we walked out of there just been like I mean the, the place was nice it, it really just yeah, needed yeah. to be cleaned up and painted in, in new floors we could have just um, put 10,000 into it and put it back on the market yeah but I, we should have just asked her like you know what's it what what would it what would you do to sell it today like what do you want to sell it today because yeah. she was in a bind should have hit should have hit her right then and there yeah. She, yeah. she was in a bind and and you know we didn't and so that was our inexperience it was an experience and foreclosed on no i no, didn't she figured out a way to keep it. she did but it well good for she, her yeah it was, it was yeah. great for her uh but dang it but yeah but dang it i mean if we, she happens to be listening we still want your house we, we still, still want your house. we still <laughs> want, yeah. I'm, I'm happy you have a home i still yeah. text her like every other month like, right? hey how, yeah. how things going so you know maybe down the road your headache into the investment property you've always wanted with real property management first choice whether you've been doing it yourself or you're thinking about renting your home they are trusted locally owned locally invested property managers they offer stringent tenant placement processes rent collection twice annual inspection designated maintenance coordination and legally sound eviction services managing your own property is time consuming maximizing your profit protect your asset and enjoy the peace of mind with rpm you can call them today at 479-309-5861 or visit rpmfirstchoice.com. If it's not going to bother you in five years, don't let it bother you for five minutes. And so that's a mindset we have to, we're, that's a mindset we have to take in investing is, you know, if you get shot down on a deal, it's not going to matter to you in even a year. So don't let it bother you for five minutes. And that's a, yeah. that's for everything in life. You get real estate and life advice on this podcast. Yeah. So with saying that, welcome to Northwest Arkansas Investors Podcast Episode 12. Thank you for tuning in, guys. I think I've been saying Northwest Arkansas Investors. I think. I, we're, I, we're Northwest Arkansas investing podcast. I, I texted the guy that today. I was like, it's Northwest Arkansas investors. And he's like, I can't find it. Yeah. Like, wrong. So uh, sorry about that. We're Northwest Arkansas investing podcast episode 12. We, we could go through a, a rebrand sometime in the future. Who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah. We're going to talk about the tax season. Taxes. So we're going to right now taxes are you're probably getting your final numbers. We did we did a little bit of a tax segment a little bit ago, but you're getting your final numbers right now. You're either sweating or uh, 
happy getting a check back or you're on an extension like isaac or you're like on an extension uh, extension i <laughs> like, messed up I took too long. <laughs> yeah i know quite a few people on extensions but it's you're we're, we're winding that down i'm looking to looking forward to going golfing with my cpa sh- soon shout out free plug uh prz cpa Mm. they're the best they've been doing a killer job for me and my friends free little ad plug here you guys are friends you guys are off text me his number after this matt shibish you're great thanks for helping me my friends you've done a great great job i don't even ask me how to spell your last name it starts with a (laughs) folks it starts with a p but prz cpa has been phenomenal for me and a lot of my buddies i referred probably five or six people to them this year and they've just they've just done an incredible job um really great people so he's got a great team behind him so um tax season here taxes and real estate kind of go hand in hand um what are what are some of the strategies that we take into uh, tax season with real estate and even just writing off stuff in general? Well, we'll just, you know, this yeah. could be a. Did we talk about being a real estate professional yet? I don't. Last episode? Let's, I, let's I can't remember, but let's do it again. Like it's, let's, it's huge. let's take a pause. Yeah. We're not CPAs. We're not. CPAs. We are not CPAs. <laughs> not, not even a little bit. We're not lawyers either. So <laughs> we're just, we're real estate professionals and we're real estate agents so don't take our advice like we're your cpa or your financial advisor just take it as three guys getting together and talking my series 65 could we start every episode with this is financial advice that'd be sick (laughs) see i don't even know what a series 65 is (laughs) i used to work at a financial advising office ah is that like your thing to be a cpa um, no, it's to, to give financial advice. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, so well, there's a lot of them, 63, 65 and 66 all kind of do the same thing. Just a little different. And then you need a series seven. If you want to sell securities to people. Gotcha. So we're, whatever that is, we're not that, we're not any of that. We're just given our, this is our strictly our opinion and what we've done in our personal life. So, hmm. um, guys, <laughs> I, I, I want to. Let's do, let's just go around and go some of the strategies. So Isaac, did we want to go into what, what qualifies as a real estate professional? Yeah. Well, it's my first year, I think being able to prove that I'm a real estate professional on paper. And what does this do for you? Um, I don't have the stats in front of me. Is it 700 hours a year? It's something like, I think it's like seven, 700, you have to spend 700 to 750 hours a year in real estate doing something and being able to, if you got audited, prove that you were spending that amount of time in real estate to be qualified as a real estate professional on your taxes. So the, About two hours a day. Two hours like three a day. Days, season, five days, yeah. I'll probably hit 18,000 uh, hours. Good. Yeah. I mean, we, <laughs> if, if you analyze two deals every day. Done. You know, if you have a couple Airbnbs, you're managing yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, The basically the biggest one for me, um, I think we all may have different ones, but it it turns all of your income. This is going to this is not advice because I'm going to butcher the way this is. But basically it turns all of your income into real estate income in sense. So I can I can get a paycheck from um, like I can get a realtor paycheck. I can get my commission and I can use depreciation off my house to write off some of my income hmm. from that, even though it's not income from the property, it's income. It's a commission check. I can still use deductions from my rental property against my commission income. 
and Which there's the biggest for me. There's something I'm going to butcher this as well. Yeah. Again, we're not this a lot of butchering. This may be the, called the episode of this butchering, is our, this is our final butchering advice. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, there's something to do with as well. If you're a real estate professional and your spouse is a W-2, you can like if you file jointly. Yeah. If you file jointly, you can like yeah. write off their income. Yeah, you can. And it's right. it's like if you have gosh, this is such this is it so but it's so butchered. Podcast. But there's something <laughs> there's something along the lines of like if you are qualified as a real estate professional and your spouse is a W two and you have rental properties, like that depreciation could be deducted from their W two yeah. as well. All right. of the income basically gets pushed together into a giant ball of income mm-hmm. and then you use your depreciations from real estate against the ball of income. You right. yeah. separate it out. That, that's something that I'm yeah. I'm I, I just kind of learned about the other day that you could offset your does your wife have a w-2 she does i i mean i have a w-2 too so it's something that we're really trying to figure out is is how can we offset that w-2 income with real estate and get that get those that depreciation piece we we need to have a a cpa on here to to talk about this topic specifically because we just butchered that terribly it was so bad (laughs) so bad (laughs) and we'll we'll continue to butcher it but i mean i think i think we just want to talk through like things that we've learned I, Um, i i think it just also shows the importance of like please go and make sure you know all the ins and outs and you're not leaving money on the table yeah there's so much money to be left on the table i'm gonna i left money on the table last year i'm sure i'm probably gonna leave some on the table this year um yeah 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 and that's 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 a huge piece of it you you want to understand it as as well as you can even taking you know i had with with prz and and those guys meeting them for the first time i sat down in the office with one of his guys and spent an hour with him and learned so much. And within an hour, I'm like, dude, I've, I've been leaving so much on the table. Yeah. So, I mean, I think I think putting yourself in that room or getting a good CPA. So get get uh, you know folks that are recommended or whatever. Yeah, I mean, that it's it's such a testament to surrounding yourself with individuals that that are professionals in their careers, like you know, like PRZ CPA, like they, they do a really good job. I mean, I brought my last year's tax returns in and he was like, you only wrote off like your truck mileage. I was like, yeah, I thought that was awesome. He was like, dude. Yeah. So this year I was able to write off a lot more. And yeah. like, what's the word for, I just tried to look it up on my phone. I can't find it where somebody comes in like audits, all of the stuff on the property to get you your accelerated depreciation. Oh, uh, cost depreciation, cost segregation. segregation. Yep. There's a guy, do you guys follow the sweaty startup on Twitter? Yeah. Yeah. Nick Huber. I don't have a Twitter. Uh, He's, he is an interesting guy. He's awesome. I follow him. Um, but basically he like outsources all this stuff to the Philippines and then also has a bunch of startups. And one of them is a virtual cost segregation place Hmm. um, where they will they will facetime you and you walk around your property and they'll be like that flower pot is on a five-year depreciation schedule that light is on an 11-year depreciation schedule and they do all that work for you and i'm not in a place where i'm balling enough to need that but well uh, one day my dad and i were actually talking about this at lunch today that you can do that which was super interesting And, and as of this last year we you had and this was something that trump put in when he was president but it's and it's starting to phase out but 2022 was the last year that you could do 100 percent bonus depreciation right. and now this year it goes to 80 percent, and then it'll continue to phase out until you may know what what time period so yeah so like i was i had a client go oh i want to do a cost segregation on my uh one property i was like you got to wait till you get 
yeah, like if this is something this is like a it's, it's like you want to do it all at one time like yeah. you let's let's get let's get you like five or six properties and then do something like that before have a big commercial building yeah because it, it costs vehicles yeah it costs money it costs a decent chunk expensive. of it's expensive to do yeah, a cost so, segregation study yeah just for instance um we were talking about today and and i think my dad said he was potentially looking to spend two thousand to save seven thousand or eight thousand on tax so um yeah. which is not huge necessarily re- return. And, and that's what his uh, CPA was telling him. But um, so it, it can get much bigger than that. So like yeah. Zach said, oh my goodness. build it up and then and then do it all at once. My, my dad, um, TDS Xerox, one of our previous sponsors, TDS IT actually, um, he did a cost segregation on his commercial building and got like, I think it was like $150,000 or $200,000 tax credit. Dude. Credit? Where dollar for dollar, like where it like backtraced on it some previous years, and like he got it like I again I'm not a professional <laughs> CPA or it anything, but it it like went back and covered some old stuff That's and like pushed forward to where it covered some taxes for the, the the coming years, and man he was like dude that thing was legit. Shout out Kyle Atkins yeah. and Derek Lafarge for suggesting that for my father. It helped him out big time. I think the biggest thing from this conversation is Zach. You got to get on Twitter. You do. It is. It's just and only I'm already on. I'm, I'm on TikTok too much. Like I, I, I no. I set a, TikTok. Get <laughs> Twitter. I set an hour uh, limit great. for myself per yeah. day on social media, and every time that thing pops up and goes, your time limits reach. I cancel. my I have sub subconsciously gone to. I just press the cancel and for the rest of the day. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I keep going. This is no, like it makes I, me feel better I, about I, myself. I, so I deleted my TikToks. I did the same thing. Mm. I, I got my. You get your little time thing at the end of the week. Yeah, I almost threw up. It was like you're like you spent two hours a day on TikTok. I was oh, like that. Yeah. So, um, but so I deleted that, and then I spent now I spend like probably an hour on Twitter mm-hmm. just in the morning, and that's Same. that's where I use for my news, and that's what I I follow like people in the startup world, people in the real estate world. Yeah, I, I follow the used car. You follow um, used car guy or something uh-huh. like that. I, I I see the trends in the car market. I'm it's basically nice. oh, it's, cool. it's, <laughs> it's so cool. But uh yeah, Twitter is goat. Twitter's um good. but back to back to the Johnson. the cost seg uh-huh. piece cuz I think this is really interesting and in, and in kind of um helping me navigate do I try to buy this deal out of state that I'd be managing from afar. It it does cash flow and it, it'd be a good deal, but it's also kind of like a should I do this right now and spend my money on it? And so I think when I think about, okay, hold on, the tax the tax benefits of this um, to be able to maybe do a cost segregation study on it. So like we were saying earlier, without this is a cool little chart and maybe we'll put it on our Instagram or something, but without a cost segregation study, you can write off the building and land or just the building and depreciate that over 27 and a half years. If it's a residential mm-hmm. um, random and can't depreciate the land, but then with a cost segregation study, you can do the building, you can do personal property, you can do land improvements. Um, and those are all, yeah. And yeah. everything has different schedules. Yeah. Different, so different like, timing yeah. and stuff, but it's just interesting. I mean, so there's so many pieces out there. Um, it's funny and it becomes even politicized too. We won't dig into that, but, but like not paying taxes is what we're trying to do, what yeah. everybody should be trying to do. And it's not illegal and it's not, um, 
immoral. Like that's that's the legal tax code out there, and we want to take advantage of it. Oh, bro, I can get into There's some political a, well, stuff. I, I'll try. Like, <laughs> political as I can get. Like if you you can get online for other countries and Google, um, like government subsidized housing. Yeah. Look at how gross it is, and, and how miserable the people that live there are. Um, and so the the United States government gives those benefits to real estate owners so they don't have to deal with them. Yeah. Like they don't want to have to go out and build and then make leases for people and, be, yeah. and maintain the property when they can just theoretically pay it with, with tax incentives, other people to handle it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that, that's kind of where it comes from. It's not like a sneaky anything. If it, it's, it's actually the system at work. Exactly. Um, so let's see here. But yeah, I think I, would, I think um, just going back and unless you get something, Zach. Yeah, you go. Uh, you go. I was just gonna say just going back to overall tax and, and trying to learn from your CPA. There's there's so many pieces that, um, you, especially if you're self-employed, um, and you have self-employed or you have self-employment income, to just do your due diligence. Take the time to write down your mileage. Take the time to. Yeah to uh, separate things out with a business credit card, which we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, you can you can do things if you work from home a good amount. You can yeah. potentially write off your Wi-Fi. Like we said, we're not CPAs, but you can, you can take the, I, uh, yeah. the, the home off. You can take the square footage of your home office <laughs> and, and you can Wi-Fi, write that cell off. Phone. Yeah. I wrote off my computer last year. I yeah. bought a, I, bought a <laughs> I hope Michelle doesn't listen to this. I bought a $4,000 PC. <laughs> wrote it off. <laughs> that, was, that was a couple of years ago. Yeah. yeah. But, but I mean, I, and I, yeah, I mean, it, take, take the I time. got the money back. Like it was, it was something that was kind of worth it in, in my field. If it's, yeah, if it's going to help you in your business, yeah. it's a I mean, I, here's, General here's a, here's a list, uh, just some, a list of, you know, if you're a 1099 employee or like a real estate agent, even listening to this, you know, here's some stuff you can write off like open house signs, listing signs, business cards, direct mail, mm-hmm. uh, management costs for running ads, training. I'm just doing a few from each section. Um, mandatory continuing education, coaching, your dues for your job. Um, let's see. Bookkeeping fees, internet service, cell phone service. If you're working while you're drinking a cup of coffee, you can write off that cup of coffee. That's bet. That's that's going on. So here, 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 here's a. Well, let me get through this real quick. It's it's really quick. Auto insurance, private health insurance, um, hmm. maintenance, gas, electricity, parking, car washes. I will. I wrote off my car washes this year. Got to look good pulling up to those houses. Um, let's see. Uh, travel, airfare, lodging, fifty percent of your meals. Um, property tax, utilities, blah, blah, blah. It goes on. But here's what I did. Here's what I'm doing for this next year is I got a AMX gold business card. Anything that has to do with writing off, it goes on that card. And then anything with my personal goes on another credit card. And so at the end of the year, like this year, I had to create this whole spreadsheet and go back through my whole year and find everything. It was just mind numbing day of my life. And so this next year, all I'll do is I'll go back to my statements, everything on there. I'll just hand it over to my CPA and go, here's what I have to write off this year. And that's on that. You know, that'll be my main stuff to write off. There'll be other stuff like, you know, depreciation on your car and things of that nature. But um, 
and my, my, my rental properties depreciation, but, um, that's something that you can do. Even if you're like, you know, maybe W2 or something or 1099, get a credit card that just has to do with your business and, or stuff to write off and use that for that. Yeah. And, and just to be the, the, the honest person on online, uh, cause we try and be transparent. I'm terrible at keeping track of my expenses. Like I'm terrible at keeping track of my mileage. Something I'm trying out right now. I can't tell you if it's going to work or not, but you can do it with me is I bought a planner, like a, like a day planner that, you know, people open up and write down, they schedule their weekend. But instead of scheduling my week, I keep it in my truck. And every time I swipe my card, I open it up to that day, what it was, how much it was. And I close it. No. And, uh, and so that way, because I just did what Zach was talking about, the mind numbing, sitting there and finding your expenses and what property it went to and what yep. I was doing when it happened, um, doing that on the back end is the worst. Mm. And so now I'll have that book. And if, uh, you know, God forbid we get audited one day, I can be like, uh, oh, well actually flip, flip, flip the April 7th, I was here with this client doing this. Yeah. That's the, that's, that's something I'm trying. If you guys have any other suggestions on how to keep track of stuff, like I'm open to it. I'm open it from you guys. I'm open to somebody listening right now. What I, what I thought about doing this year is like every time just taking like a picture of a receipt and just like having them on my phone and then filing that in a write off thing as well. So like if I got audited, I could go, Hey, here's my credit card for my, um, or my, my credit card all the things that were purchased and then i took a picture of each receipt too so yeah. honestly I, i'm gonna keep it keep it a buck and say that's probably not gonna happen like i'm probably just gonna have my, my credit card like <laughs> but that's a great that's a great idea that i probably should do i just i just i just probably not gonna happen yeah i also have a little plastic binder in there that like you open it up and it's got the little file slots yeah and i've labeled the months and i've been telling i've been throwing okay. receipts in there yeah, I've been I'm never going to look in there, but if my C- if the IRS asks, I'm going to hand them a jumbled wad of receipts. Exactly. <laughs> Here you go, Bucko. Yeah, I've been going ham this year. I got a filing really? cabinet for my dad. Nice. And and I mean, I went. I got the filing uh, folders and everything, and yeah. so I've got 2023 going right now. And I have a folder specifically for like trips and all like yeah. I'll uh, clip it all together. Like this Branson trip, like I got all, I got receipts that I needed. The rest will be on the card, but I have it all kind of in a paper clip. I put it in the file and put it away. So I was like, yeah. uh, Tori and I are going to Nashville this next weekend. We'd like to have a property in Nashville eventually. So we'll probably, um, spend a couple hours a day, uh, underwriting some deals and going and seeing a couple properties. And so you guys we'll, have a place to stay. This is super random. My sister has an Airbnb. In yeah, we have an Air, okay. we have an Airbnb. So we'll probably be able, we'll be able to write off our Airbnb cool. and then some of our meals and stuff while we're out and about looking at homes. Um, but that's a way for us to, you know, we're going to have some fun over there and we're going to, we're going to, to a wet, to a wedding as well. And so we're going to look at properties. We're going to go to a wedding, but not the whole trip is just out of pocket. We're going to be able to write off some of this because yeah. we're going over there to look at properties for a potential future pur- purchase. Mm, that's an unlock right there. I yeah. remember when I was, I guess it was college or whatever. Um, I'll go back again and say that I was a Grant Cardone guy. <laughs> so kind of him. He's, he's the homie. He's the, he, always, he always was like, I ain't traveling unless it's for business or whatever. Yeah. And so like, so I mean, anywhere he went, he I mean, was that doing, guy's just got to get audited one yeah, day, right? He probably already has, a times, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, he's got. A, he probably has his own company for. He's ready for it, yeah. So, he just he just smells like fraud. <laughs> <laughs> you know? hey, don't put that on his name. No, like you're right. <laughs> he, he has solid advice. I'm not knocking. Yeah, him. yeah. So he, I, I love his uh, approach. It's so bold, and uh, 
he's so bold that he gets people's attention and he really has some really good stuff to say. People just love to hone in on the two or three things that are like a little out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like him saying that you're not a man if you don't make $400,000 a year. I'm like, hold up there, Becco. <laughs> but yeah. you know, he's just, he's, he's saying that knowing that it's, it's going to get a lot of attention. He's, he's smart. He's yeah. smart. Yeah. He's saying that knowing that it's going to blow up because everyone's going to be like, Oh my gosh. And then they're going to click on his stuff and then end up buying his course. Yeah. So, Chestnut um, checkers for sure. Chestnut chestnut checkers for him. Yeah. So like for me, I was able to write off mail outs, some bigger pocket stuff, my super lock box, um, some closing gifts. I paid for getting some HVAC fixed for a few listings, like on my listings, if the seller didn't want to pay it and they were being weird or something, I'd be like, Hey, you know, you don't want to pay for this home warranty. Uh, I'll pay for it for you. And I get to write that off because um, it's helping me make more money. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to do haircuts. I know like really? it. Yeah. Like at um, at Gents Club, they're like packages you can write off. Is that where you go? No, it's not where I go, but I know you could do that. Um, I go to I Austin, Austin Gash in Fayetteville. Um, well, where do, you, do you still go to Old Wolf? Uh, no, I wish I did. I've been going to Hudson oh, yeah, Hawk, but Bill. Old Wolf is yo. That's a long, yeah. If, if I was Wolf willing to drive down there, I'm able to write off my transaction coordinator, um, pay her 300 bucks a transaction, and uh, wrote off like $11,000 last year from paying her. That's sick. Yeah, it's sick. That's that's been the one of the best things I've done for my business is have a transaction coordinator. Yeah, I, you probably saw my weird face. I have no idea what that does for you. That's basically. I get something under contract yep. and like, it feels like I just show up to closing. Really? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I, I, I do the URSA, which is the inspection repair survey addendum. Like yeah. I, I negotiate that for them, but like she reminds me about dates. She goes, Hey, inspections got to be this. And she communicates with my client, helps communicate with clients. And, um, she's just, inc- she's incredible. Shout out, shout out Megan Clark. She's a, she's a beast. Um, but uh, that's been the one of the biggest things for my business is because I don't have to worry about the little stuff. And did I get this turned in on time? Did I do this? She files stuff for me after transaction. It's just takes, it allows me to go out and find business yeah. and be the go getter. And she has, she's super organized and gets all the stuff done on time. And I'm like, shoot, 300 bucks, no problem. So Amen. a little, little plug there for transaction coordinators. Amen. Um, was there Isaac? Where are we at? Uh, we're at twenty six. Yeah, if we're talking about influencers, by the way, Grant Cardone, I consider him an yeah. influencer for yeah. sure. Um, Dave Ramsey gets a lot of hate, and uh, one of the greatest quotes I've ever heard was. Dave Ramsey is not financial advice for a person. Dave Ramsey is Alcoholics Anonymous for credit card users. Mm. Yes. Because I used to always be like, why is he giving this advice? Like, you need to buy a house. You need to do this. You need to do this. And he's like, don't spend anything. Don't get into debt. You buy your house for cash. You buy <laughs> for cash. You, yeah. You he's, buy, he's crazy. Yeah. But he is for addicts. <laughs> yeah. Is. That's that. that. You can go, Brandon. I was, I was just going to say, he, he's kind of been surprising me lately, too. I don't know if you've listened to some of his recent He's like, very pro housing. I always was like anti Dave Ramsey yeah. and not because I didn't like him, but just because 
I was on the opposite spectrum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I, I've listened to some of his stuff as of the last year, and and he's really kind of surprised me. He's he's saying by the house right now. Like, like here's something like one of my, like my brother-in-law. His his wife was reading a Dave Ramsey book, and I was like, "Dude, don't don't have her drink that Kool Aid." Like she's she's reading a book on finance and like you know learning about that. I was like, "That's a dangerous book to be reading to start because she's gonna turn into coupon mom." But here before long, <laughs> like Dude. she's gonna be saying, "We need to buy our cars for cash and you know live." Live off Roman noodles, and that's that, that's just what Isaac said. It's like a it's an extreme. Like this is this is the way to like be sixty and have like two point six million dollars in a Roth IRA. Yeah, like that's that's that path. But like, yeah. I want to be like thirty five, forty, and like be able to sit on, sit on the beach, like yeah. a, a little expedite that process. So I, we're at my. Uh, my first job out of college, I worked at a financial advising firm, wealth management firm, and um, they, since I was the new kid on the block, I got all the clients that were Dave Ramsey um, leads uh-huh. and they would come in um, just with so much debt, just so much debt, like student debt, car debt, all this and be like, yeah, I'd like to put, you know, a hundred bucks a month into my Roth IRA. And I'm, and I'm like, that's cool. Like Roth IRAs are, are perfect for like a starter vehicle, but let's pay off the 90 grand for, <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, yeah, let's attack this thing. And so that's, uh, he, he does some good stuff, even though he, he does some good stuff. He does some good stuff and he's ma- been making some more valid points as of recent, yeah. which, yeah. you know, he's, he's a smart dude. He's probably never going to listen to this, but you know, it also, you know, Hope just, he does. just to show that we don't love dave ramsey it's hard to take financial advice when you're ninety thousand dollars in debt from a multimillionaire. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yep 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 so, that's exactly right anyways, well right, let's wrap, bro. thanks for tuning in guys we're all gonna get out of here and get home to our wives i mm-hmm. uh, appreciate you tuning in with us you know we're this is a what what's today's date today is the 29th march 29th at 8 15 in the evening we're knocking out two episodes for you here our next two will hopefully be recorded and on youtube um with the podcastvideos.com yeah. like we did on our last episode. If you haven't checked out the last one on YouTube. Yep. If you, if you haven't checked out our last video on YouTube, episode 10, uh, it is sweet. Um, Ryan Blackstone is handsome. Ryan Blackstone's handsome. Yep. He's got, <laughs> he was a great guest for us. Thanks for tuning in with us. We hope you were providing value with this content. Uh, love you guys. Love you guys. Love you.